his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Monday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. Um, Our top story today is actually what was our top story on Friday, and that's continued reaction to the uh, late rewrite of the transgender rules for schools. Um, We're getting additional reaction to that. Equality Virginia today uh, spoke to us. They're shocked, upset, uh, not happy with the rewrite at all. Um, Basically, uh, they wouldn't go so far as to commit to a legal challenge. They said they'll they'll leave that in the hands of the ACLU. Um, They did say that they've talked to lawmakers and it really doesn't fit in with the what the law was, you know, that was passed in 2020. Um, in terms of impact for school districts that have passed this, including, I believe, Chesterfield that passed it word for word, um, they uh, aren't sure what will happen to those school districts. So there's a lot of confusion here. Basically, basically, David, we're going to be following this story for a while. So yep. just just when we thought we were done with this story with, with Hanover, um, oh, it's only just begun. <laughs> So, so we'll be we'll be dealing with this uh, for a while. And of course, the Yunkin administration says that the previous policy, and uh, this is up for debate, uh, was a effect trying to affect uh, cultural and societal change and dis, uh, disregarded uh, the rights of parents. That's the argument they're making. Um, and so we'll 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 see where this goes. My guess is you're probably going to see a legal challenge uh, once sure. it does go into effect in a month. And so. There may be a time, David, in the near future where you're covering a court case <laughs> or me. One of us, one of us will be, be handling a court case more than likely in the near future. So, yes. No. Um, but but like we said, we're going to expect an additional reaction. I'm pretty sure the General Assembly will will you know start talking about it pretty soon. It's going to be a campaign issue for a little bit, even though we only have really uh, congressional elections this year. I, I expect some talk about it as well. Um, and, you know, that'll be, you know, where we go from here. Um Henrico, with the story you went today, Henrico uh, unveiled, I guess, where they are in construction of, and to be clear, because I goofed this up the last time, um, their event and sports complex, not the new, new arena they're talking about at Green City, but the sports complex at the old Virginia Center Commons Mall. Am I correct on this? Yes, it's outright on the Hanover border in the Fairfield area. Um, uh, yeah, the old Virginia center commons mall. Um, and yeah, it's the new, uh, they're calling it the Henrico sports and events center. Um, and they are, uh, you know, construction has been underway 
since uh, last year. So they secured the funding and stuff a while ago. But uh, they just started today, I believe, on um, they have 109 panels that are each over 100,000 pounds. And they have a crane that supposedly had to be brought in on uh, 16 different like individual tractor trailers because the crane is so big. Um, And they were basically showing off as they started putting up all these panels that are going to become the main structure of the center, which they are saying they're going to have done by September of 2023. And this is supposed to host like volleyball, basketball, that type of of events. Am I understanding that correctly? So it will have 12 volleyball courts that can be, or sorry, excuse me, 12 basketball courts that can then become 24 volleyball courts. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, the curtains, they could have basketball and volleyball going on at the same time. And then there's going to be an indoor arena section that, uh, has several thousand seats as it is and then if you put chairs on the floor uh can hold up to 4500 people so they're saying this will be used for final games you know for sports but also uh like high school graduations potentially concerts that sort of thing um and yeah it's what dan schmidt who is the uh district supervisor for uh i want to say brooklyn Brooklyn, yes, uh, was saying was, you know, officially basketball and volleyball are sort of its main uses, but they want it to be the home of all indoor sporting type events in Henrico. They because you know they're kind of bragging on the uh, Henrico's outdoor athletics facilities, and they're saying this this is going to round it out. Uh, they were talking about everything from billiards to esports to uh, any sort of indoor you know activity they want this to be the place because they see this as a, a source of uh, tourism money for the county well what I find interesting and, and having recently experienced this and I know you have within the last four or five years the idea that it would be a graduation site not having to go downtown to um, to to the Siegel Center, Siegel Center. Yeah. Oof, that, yes now I uh, having graduated in the Siegel Center uh, and then having had to find my family in the, the sort of sea of humanity outside the Siegel center immediately afterwards. Yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued by any, any alternative to that. Right. Ex- exactly. And, and let me tell you, VCU did an excellent job last year for the, for the Chesterfield graduation that I went to. I'm not, not at all. <laughs> complete. It'd just be interesting to have it a little bit closer to home. I know Chesterfield is, is considering or is in the process of doing something similar. I don't remember where they are in the process, mm-hmm. but uh, obviously Chester, I mean, obviously Henrico has got this, Virginia Center Commons uh, spot that will likely become their graduation hub, um, you know, and, and, and move on. And I always did find it kind of weird that both Chesterfield and and, uh, and uh, Henrico, and for a time Hanover too, we're all graduating in a different locality from where they are. So yes, so but it's it, did they say when they expect this all to be finished? September twenty twenty three is what they are saying. Um, and I, I believe that's open, not just done, but uh, September 2023 is uh, the date that they were uh, bringing up. Gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, other story you covered, uh, this one was quite interesting. And a little, uh, yes. Um, it, it's funny, but not funny at the same time. Um, the ABC, I, I guess there was a conviction or at least uh, a charging of a former employee Um and this all has to do with insider trading on bourbon. 
yes. understanding this correctly? So, so what That's happened here? Uh, so uh, Edgar Garcia uh, was a lead sales associate. So basically a manager of an ABC store uh, in Virginia from 2020 to 2022, er- earlier this year. Um, and basically he was found to have been, uh, and he was convicted of this today. Right. Um, uh, he was found to have been um, essentially taking uh, inventory secrets from uh, where these, you know, the Virginia ABC distributes rare bourbons and limited edition bourbons and other beverages, but mostly bourbons by just randomly dispersing them through uh, ABC stores around the state and essentially not telling anyone except a very few people within the organization where they're going to be in an effort to keep it fair for the, you know, the collectors. Um, And so what Edgar Garcia and allegedly his accomplice uh, who is yet whose trial is not until December uh, at a guy named uh, Adams uh, from Newport News were taking this information and then selling it on online bourbon collecting forums, essentially, um, as to like where they were going to be at what days. Um, and they were busted. And uh, so, yes. Uh, Garcia has been convicted and was sentenced to two years with a five-year suspension uh, on the basis of good behavior. Uh, and then Adams will have his trial in December. Gotcha. So, yeah, but again, I, this is all, all I see. Deal with, and let me tell you, there's, there's a, the real culture there. I know from, from, you know, people within the, I'm, I'm not a bourbon collector in any way, shape or form, <laughs> but, but I've heard, you know, there, there are a lot of people who are looking for, you know, this, the, these limited edition, very rare bourbons and will go to many lengths to get them. That's a, I'm sure it was a pretty lucrative undertake. I mean, the, uh, I asked in Virginia ABC, wasn't able to tell me, but how much they actually made allegedly doing this, but, uh, you know, people, people are willing to dole out a lot of money for those rare bourbons. And I assume the information as well. Yeah. And I vaguely, I vaguely recall the names of some of the more popular ones, but to be honest with you, um, I don't know them for sure. And I'm not going to make myself sound incompetent here as to, but just long and the short of it is there's a lot of rare bourbons out there. They're especially big in Virginia, Kentucky, Indiana, Uh bourbon area, so to speak, West Virginia, yeah. I imagine too. Um, and so the, the, this is a big deal. People wanted that information and we're willing to go to great lanes to get it. So, yes. So uh, final story, um, Hurricane Fiona, which has been creating huge problems in Puerto Rico, like 30 inches of rain. That's, that's an incredible amount of rain. I've, I've been in a hurricane that had like 20 inches of rain in spots. And that was a, a disaster. I can't imagine 30, uh, inches on an island that was already dealing with issues to begin with. Um, yeah. It's got just got to be a, a horrific scene out there. I'm um, also create, creating problems for the Dominican Republic does not appear like it's going to be an issue here other than uh, rip currents and uh, heavy surf starting on Wednesday. Um, but it is aiming for Bermuda, which I don't really think tends to get very, very serious hurricanes. They do get hurricanes, but not the, the heavy ones. Well, it looks like a category three is heading to, towards Bermuda. So that could be an issue for Bermuda as well. But the good news is here, we're just looking at um, 
rip currents and some heavy surf. We could use the rain though. I'll tell you, it's dry. It continues to be dry. We could really use the rain, just not the tornadoes and the wind and everything else that comes along uh, yeah. with, a, uh, with a possible hurricane. So, and hopefully we will get rain soon. We just won't get a hurricane. So, yeah. But, so basically that's what we've had for you for today. Um, you know, again, the transgender story is going to continue to be an issue for some time. Um, and obviously we'll keep an eye on that as the rules uh, are rewritten, talked about, and then possibly challenged uh, in court. So again, for today's episode of It's News to Us, he's David Lefkowitz. I'm Matt Demline. We'll talk to you tomorrow.